Special thanks to all our patrons who support the show every single week. We couldn't do it without you. Head over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today for bonus content, exclusive happy hour live chats and more. Patrons, you help keep the run, eat, drink podcast going. And we're so grateful for you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Help support the show by using our Amazon affiliate link. Anytime you shop on Amazon for running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way. Just use runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra. It's only one extra click, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Donna Deegan, Chief Eternal Optimist of the Donna Foundation and founder of Donna Marathon Weekend. You're listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back-of-the-packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 277 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. And thank you so much to Donna Deegan, the mayor of Jacksonville. Yeah, we we might I think we may have jokingly said that last year. Um, for was, introducing the episode. Yeah, but she is legitimately the, the elected mayor she, of Jacksonville. We said that jokingly last year? I no, think, we did not. I think we did. No. So um, thank you, Madam Mayor, for the well, podcast intro. I think that she will always be the mayor, the soul, the heart of Jacksonville for us. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's something else. It was so funny being up there, and we're going to get to more of it this weekend. It's a little bit different now that she's elected Muckety Muck. Muckety Muck? Yeah, yeah. Really? So we go to the expo, and I'm out there, and I'm like, that's a really nice black SUV that's parked suspiciously right in the middle of the common area. Suspiciously? The common area between the practice field where the expo is and you'd have to see the jacksonville jaguar stadium it's parked inside the stadium basically on concrete and I'm like, on a, a sidewalk, on the sidewalk. Oh. i'm like that's got to be the mayor's ride and then sure enough yes yes it was and what we're talking about this weekend in case you hadn't guessed was our is our experience at the beginning of february at the donna marathon weekend this is part one of part of two parts we're breaking it up, and this week we have the social shakeout run, the expo, the 5K, and then we have brand new food and beverage. Fantastic. Van food and beverage, courtesy of Dr. Andy Sharp, Mike and Andy Sharp, and Doctors. Doctors. Mike, Mike and Andy Sharp. Plural, Mike and Andy Sharp. I got that now. Fantastic food, courtesy of Doctors Mike and Andy Sharp, better known as Bouncy Hunters. Yes, our our friends who are locals who give us the four one one, and they have never, honestly, 
they're, steered us wrong. They're batting, ne- never. Mike and Andy, you're batting a thousand. Literally every place you, you have guys a perfect have ever record for our show. So 2025, <laughs> you better get ready. Time to bring it. That's all I'm saying. So, but we need to talk about 2024 in the meantime. Yes, and mm-hmm. this is a big year because this is your comeback. You <gasps> didn't get to do this race last year it was so good to be back you were busy taking care of your dad yes number one i am really i feel lucky that last year i got the opportunity to take care of my dad and that he is still fighting the cancer doing well and responding Mm -hmm. to treatment as of our return to donna yes and Number two, I am so glad that he is well enough for me to take this trip. Oh, yeah. We're fortunate. He's at a point now where he's asymptomatic and things look good. And And we just want to keep on keeping on. Yes. In that. We could literally stay right here. We're good. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. So I'm so thankful that was the case Mm -hmm. so that I I could participate in the Donna Marathon Weekend. This is our... We made we make no secret of the fact that it is in our hearts one of our favorite races. If not our, fa- I think it's safe to say it's our favorite race so far. We're only on year seven of the show. Only so, and I think it's safe to say that um, you've got some thoughts because I do. I'm and I'm excited to hear them because I covered this race last year. Like I know. A, I was busier than a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest and Come you know, on. trying to cover everything. You I know, scheduled everything for you. What you, do you want from I me? I had to show up and record it. That's true, and but run. you had a great schedule. I did have a good schedule. That's true. That's true. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I missed you. I wanted to be there, too. I know it's hard to be on your own in a race weekend. But it is, but I'm going to be very curious to hear your thoughts on things like the things we're going to be talking about on this week's show, exactly. like the expo, like the social shakeout run, like the 5K. Mm-hmm. We have a lot to talk about this week, but you've got more updated information than I'm looking at. Oh, so yes. My I understanding. A couple of shout outs. Prior to, yeah, prior to um, recording, our news ferrets here at the Running Drink Podcast Towers told me you had shout outs. News ferrets yes they ferret out the news okay i do have a couple of shout outs congratulations Mm. to Susie and darlene who ran today actually as at the time of recording recording this yes Uh, who ran the oak island half marathon weekend i looked at okay i looked at that race that medal is huge yeah it's big (laughs) have you seen it in the picture Uh of Susie that says I made it through. I didn't die. Her like obligatory <laughs> post where she says, yes. And Darlene has already achieved the 50 states. So she is just like in it for the fun. And I'm, I, I have to assume this and is the, the same Oak Island that I see on Discovery Channel, like the mystery of Oak Island. I, I, I have to imagine it's the same Oak Island. I'm sure it is. How many can there be? I'm sure it is. I'll be interested to hear their take on some local food and beverage, especially Darlene. Can she get an appropriate Bloody Mary if she's indulging. If she's indulging. But congratulations, ladies. Runcation Nation strong. Yes. And we also have a shout out to Kelly Beckering and Brian Beckering. And uh, Kelly, we've seen her name on the list of Pacers, Galloway Pacers, Mm -hmm. time and time again. I 
just want to shout out Brian Beckering because first, he made it through 64 freaking miles. 64. 64. It's an ultra. Heck yeah, it's an ultra. Yeah. Of the 110 ultra at the Down to Marathon weekend. Oh. 64 miles. And he just, I sometimes you get out there and your body will not let you fuel right, hydrate right, be able to push through and finish what you really want to and what you have trained to. It is a feat to be celebrated, an accomplishment nonetheless. Absolutely. And we're going to be talking about the conditions. Oh, yeah. When we get to not this episode, but we'll talk a little bit about the conditions this episode. But oh, sure. Next week. I think they make more of an impact on the big races. Oh, 100%. On that Sunday of, yes. And I would like to also, were, were you going to say something else about the, his 110 attempt? I was just going to say that, that 64 is an amazing achievement, and that's nothing to sneeze at. Jeez. So congratulations there, and there's always next year. Yeah. And Kelly actually ran, I think, close to, if not a whole, a half marathon distance. Very nice. A half marathon distance with him overnight. Got, I don't know, maybe three, four hours of sleep. Got up and paced the three-hour Donna Marathon on (laughs) Sunday. (laughs) So, cheers to both of you. Oh, my gosh. And we can't wait to actually meet you in person and say... Well done, Absolutely. people. What an attempt. What a feat. What accomplishments you have. Mm-hmm. So congratulations. I also want to shout out our boy Buck, who has been through a traumatic week. Our pup, who had a tumor removed from his leg. And simultaneously, let's shout out the staff at BCH Key to Animal yes. Hospital here in Cape Coral, Florida. They have They're been so sweet. So so wonderful oh my gosh. to him. They're doctors, they, they squeezed, they're vet techs. They squeezed him in yes. on the surgical schedule, first mm. and foremost. Secondly, um, he is what you would call a difficult patient mm-hmm. and has been, he doesn't understand he's not supposed to move around a whole lot on that leg oh. and he's been moving and then pulled his stitches. Oh. So then we had to go back and get that retaken oh, care of. So baby. now he has staples. And he has a new and improved upgraded cone. A larger cone. A larger cone. A longer cone. cone of shame. Because we he can't <laughs> we gotta keep him from getting at it because he doesn't understand. He's got to have low activity and he can't really I know it's uncomfortable. And it's of course it's if you get surgery on your knee, mm-hmm. which is essentially what he had. It yeah. the, the tumor was on the side of his knee. Mm-hmm. Right and there at the bendy part. Right at the bendy part. Oh. Of course, where are the stitches? Right, right at, at the, the bendy, bendy part. part. So the doctor not once but twice, <laughs> getting that resituated. Yeah, thank you, Doctor Betts, who did the surgery, and Doctor mm-hmm. Hollenbeck, Doctor Hollenbeck yesterday to yes. restaple him. Chloe and Mary and everybody in the vet tech team who just always when we come, they say. We love you guys. You're going off to a race. That means we get Buck and Danny time. Exactly. So, uh, we joke with them. We tell them that our dogs have more seniority than their staff does, which is actually well, some of them is for actually of, true yeah. for some of them. Yeah. But we love all of them because they are so good to our babies. <laughs> they really are. When we're gone. And that's a, that's a thing we might talk about in future episodes when you're talking about 
planning a runcation, mm. what do you do with your pets? Some hotels are, are pet friendly, some yes. are not. Do you want to travel with them? Do you not? Having a place that you can take them for boarding, super, super helpful. So. Or friends or family who know them, love them, and will help you keep mm-hmm. them, help you take that runcation. So, so shout out to them. If you would like a shout out for you or someone else you love on the show, please email us. Info at runeatdrink.net is the address. That's info at runeatdrink.net. You can send us a little message. You can record an audio message, which we really love. Email it which there. Which we wish people would do now. Yes, we want to Come make Vacation Nation famous. And we want your voice. Yeah. So email us those audio clips keep it to about a minute let us know uh we will play what you've them. done we'll play it or there is another option if you don't want to record yeah like if, uh, and send it you if, can do it the old-fashioned way just call us at 941-677-2733 we won't pick up leave a message guaranteed is, we won't pick up we won't because it's our <laughs> podcast line for this purpose exactly for shout outs for questions for reports for we we won't you can just record to your heart's content. And then if you don't like your first message, just tell us to play your second message. Just record it till you get it right. Exactly. And it's 941-677-2733. Let us make you run Cation Nation famous. Either way, give us some shout outs. Celebrate someone else. It's post-Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So celebrate the love in the Runcation Nation and send us a shout out. Let's talk running. Yes. I'd like to start with a shout out to Judy Gerber. No, we've already had the shout out section. That's done. Judy oh, gets hers next week. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> We're going to talk about the shakeout run, the expo, and the 5K. And during the 5K, Judy stayed with me the entire time. And i just so thankful for her. And well, you're getting ahead of things. So, at any rate. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Let's talk, let's take this, let's begin at the beginning, shall we? Okay. So we started with the social shakeout run. Yes. So we're starting there. Let's start there. Let's start there. So the weekend, for those of you that don't know, the Donna Marathon weekend is a big deal. Takes over a huge swath of Jacksonville and the outlying beaches, beach towns right around Jacksonville. Atlantic, Atlantic Beach, Neptune Beach, Jacksonville Beach, Mm. uh, sometimes Ponte Vedra, depending on where the race course goes, and then downtown Jacksonville. For sure. So the shakeout run is part of the weekend, but it's not an official race. And this is done on Friday. And it's like a, hey, you've done all the training. And there are lots of people who come to this weekend and it's their first 5K. Or it's a 5K while they're in treatment. Or... It is a challenge weekend with the 5K and the half or the 5K and the full. Mm -hmm. Or it's their first half marathon, their first full marathon, their first ultra. And that or or they're doing all of that and they're in treatment too. It's crazy. It it is a social shakeout run that is a chance to rub elbows with the founders of the race to meet and greet some people so if you travel to this race alone then you're not alone and it's also just to shake out all the nerves yeah and i think that if you are just joining us if you're new to the runcation nation if you've never heard of the donna marathon weekend let's back up just a little bit it's in jacksonville florida and it's held in jacksonville florida it's the first or second weekend of 
February. First weekend. First weekend of February every used year. used to be the second one, and they moved it up because sports. And this race is in support of the Donna Foundation. Mm-hmm. And the Donna Foundation was founded by Donna Deegan, who introduced our show. Yeah. And this foundation supports those who are in treatment for breast cancer yes. and their families. Their mission is to make it so that people never have to choose between paying bills and getting life-saving treatment. Supporting their children and attending to their own health needs. And we have talked about this race every year of the podcast. And we have said in previous years, this race will always be featured on the show. And in fact, we just finished up our online auction to support the Donna Foundation. We did. And we, thanks to the donations of so many and to uh, to the auction items and also those who donated actual auction items, mm-hmm. we raised almost $1,300 for the Donna Foundation. Wonderful. So thank you to everybody who bid, who donated auction items. We can't thank you enough. It really is incredible and And every dollar makes a difference and their ability to amplify or or multiply the efficacy of the dollars that they receive Mm -hmm. is tremendous we this is a foundation in which we believe wholeheartedly I, i lost my mom to stage four metastatic breast cancer in 2016 so when you talk about all these people in treatment what we're really talking about is the fact that this Race is so tightly integrated with the Mayo Clinic. Oh, yes. In Jacksonville. One of the founders is a doctor at Mayo that, that Perez. is doing just amazing work. We we just It feel, means a lot yeah, to us. Yeah, it does. It so, means a lot. Um, this much is like, one that we will do every year. Yes, much like Moffitt in Tampa means a lot to us. Exactly. Then, exactly. And and like we do the like we did the miles from Moffitt this past year. I believe those two races will be an every year thing for us. Yeah, and these are both foundations or are both organizations, whether it's the Donna Foundation and Mayo Clinic or whether it's Miles mm-hmm. from Moffitt. Mm-hmm. This these organizations, these hospitals, these groups are doing work that goes far beyond the borders of our state. Yes. The people come from all over the world to get world-class treatment Mm -hmm. in both Tampa and Jacksonville, whether you are local or not. This is one to put on your list. And we have talked about this. This race weekend, Mm. because it has such a history and because Donna, prior to being the mayor of Jacksonville, (laughs) was a local TV celebrity. She she was a newsreader, as they say across the pond, um, on, on local TV news. She chronicled her own journey in battling cancer Mm -hmm. and made this very public. Yes. And this race is something that the community has fully embraced. And Mm. just, I cannot tell you what we're going to tell you. Oh, let's tell you. We're going to tell you. Let's tell you. In this episode and the next. But the level of community support that you get at this race. It's incredible. Is so hard to match or beat. The shakeout run, though. So you show up for this race weekend. And this race weekend includes the shakeout run, the 5K, the 
half marathon, the full marathon, and the ultra marathon, Mm -hmm. the 110 miler. Mm. Shakeout run is unofficial. 5K is an official chip timed race. Yes. At the same time, the 5K starts, the 110 starts. Yes. And it runs overnight. And so the next day, the the marathoners and the the full Mm -hmm. and the ultra are all finishing on Sunday. So we're going to talk about first the shakeout run. And its location changed this year. Mm -hmm. It's changed over the last two years. and, And this year it was at a courtyard by Marriott. And... It started at a courtyard by Marriott, and it it went through the similar neighborhood as years past when we have covered it, when it started at Southern Grounds Coffee. Yeah, you're shop. essentially, for this race, you're running one block off of the Atlantic Ocean. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> it's, eh, the scenery's okay. Eh. Oh, Really? <laughs> It's a beautiful beach town or beach towns. It's actually it does actually go through multiple. Yeah, and it's hosted by the uh, the D Squad, and we D Squad is yeah for those that don't know, it's the race the group of race ambassadors. We belong to the D Squad. We had the honor of being a part of it. I was going to say yes, and it is throughout the year the D Squad does social media posts. We meet. We generate ideas for fundraising we and this is our event to host the d squad and so we all gathered outside of the courtyard by marriott and fitz kohler yeah noisy race announcer friend of the show friend of the show guest of the show guest of the show author podcaster who fought uh, her battle and actually uh, she she made a cancer comeback, a noisy cancer comeback, if yes, you will. Yes, she did. Like her book title. She's she, also, you might have seen her not only on our show, but you see her on our set anytime oh, we do a live. Yes. And we're, we were so excited to see that she was kicking off the social shakeout run. Jeff Galloway was there. Amanda Napolitano, the executive director of the Donna Foundation. Donna Deegan and Barb Galloway, Jeff Galloway. I just, and everybody in the D squad. Mm-hmm. And so we all came together. Chris Twiggs was there, the chief training officer of the Galloway programs. And we all friend of the show and former guest of the yes, show. Yes. Yes. So many people that we love. And a member of the Runcation nation. Also mm-hmm. Josh Osborne, not just a member of the Runcation Nation, executive producer there of you the go. show, one of our longest running patrons on Patreon. Josh has done the race weekend before. Yes. And, and it was his comeback as well. Yes. After yes, his he's surgery. Had major surgery this year for. What his, does he say? He's the part of the zipper part of the zipper club. club? Yes. Heart surgery. Heart surgery. Yes. He was out there. A lot less of him was out there. That was the first thing I noticed when we first met up. I'm like, good Lord, mm-hmm. you've dropped weight. Josh looking good, man. Yeah. Um, so we all met up there outside of the Marriott an hour earlier than normal. And I really like that. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Not because we woke up earlier. It's it's still not a Disney wake up. Let's just be serious. No, you're sleeping it, way late compared to a Disney wake up. <laughs> it, it's good because 
we had some local running groups that were able to join us before they had to start their workday on a Friday. Yes. And I really like that. Go Ruck was also a part of the race weekend as well. Mm-hmm. And there was They've a, been there before. A Ruck division this year, which yes. was new. And I just, and Josh, speaking of Josh, he did the half marathon last year as a Ruck race. And I, it was just great for everybody to be there. And also the Courtyard by Marriott staff. I was going to say, what a We're cool great. bunch. Their manager that morning, she was so sweet. Samantha? Sam? I think so. Yes. She was so nice. She came out and spoke to everybody who was standing there. And she's, by the way, we have, after your race, over in the in the restaurant, we have breakfast. Mm-hmm. Not included, but they, you know, no, no. they have breakfast. Available. And they had special Donna-themed Beverages. Drinks. Yeah. Yeah. That was so cool. Oh, yes. And and it was just really nice to to be so welcomed by them. And by the way, that courtyard by Marriott. I want to. I feel typically like, I wanna, like in the pantheon of hotels, courtyards, middle upper. I kind of want to stay there, Nick. But that one, okay, that one is right. Like you walk out Do you the get back it? door. Do you understand? You're right on the Atlantic Ocean, and you're right near the start of the. Race you're at the start of the race for the, too. Bo- for the big race. Yeah. Is. So I'm just we'll see if they're if they're still the partner hotel next year and we'll we'll see what's up. Yeah. But yeah, so the social shakeout run is super informal. Oh. This is you get a little rah-rah at the beginning. Yes. Amanda and, and Jeff and Fitz and Chris Twiggs was saying a few words mm-hmm. too. It was I just it, yeah. It is really nice to just hang out and then Go go get some steps in. Go do your thing. And some people walked it. Some people ran it. And basically, it's just a meet and greet with a little bit of running, I think, is a great way to describe it. Yes. And it is in the neighborhoods by the beaches, and nobody cares about the time. Oh. It's not a – there's no chip timer. There's no pressure. This is just literally come hang out, come meet people – Go get some steps in. Go, like you said, shake out the nerves. Right. And, and exactly. uh, get back to the hotel and then get back to your weekend. Yeah. So that's what I would say. I would say it's just, it's it was a great event. And I have, I can tell you afterwards, like the weather was great. It was beautiful. Yes. And I did maybe the first I don't know, two minutes alongside Jeff Galloway. And I was just like, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? And he's he said, all right, I'm feeling warm. I'm going to go do some intervals. And he just went and Barb was there. And then we saw them on the way back because it's an out and back course. Mm-hmm. And I just and the people at the Marriott have water for us afterwards, little bottles of water. They set up a table. And actually, we're welcoming all the runners back with water. It was very nice. I loved it. And inside, you could purchase something called the Pink Lady, which was Grey Goose, La Poree, I think is how you say it. I'm sorry if I butcher anything. Cherry liqueur and cupcake Prosecco. And you could have a Paloma, which is Jose Cuervo traditional plata, 
pink, sparkling pink grapefruit and a chili spice rim. I wish I had had that. And then smell the roses, which is gray goose, gray goose, St. Germain, elderflower, and summer water bubbly rose. So, yeah. Or you could have a Bloody Mary. Or you could have Bloody Mary. Which is what we did. (laughs) Just saying. Yeah, so, you know, I spent the, you were running a little bit with Jeff. I was catching up with Josh. Yeah. It was just, it was a really nice time. We, super low-key, neither, none of us were were wanting to do anything like interval work or anything on this race because we have Mm -mm. two more days of running to do. Exactly. Yeah. It was fantastic. I was walking it, and the one thing that I noticed, and this is going to become a recurring theme, was I was having problems with my... Let's all say it together. Left uh, Achilles. Achilles. Yeah. <laughs> Your Achilles. Yep. I took it nice and easy with this Good. one. Yeah. And then. And then we went and had tasty at, beverage. We had a tasty beverage and Josh took a picture out by the ocean and we headed to the expo for packet pickup and our volunteer shift as D-Squad members. Yes. Now, okay. This is where we're going to start. And I'm, it's almost going to be like I'm interviewing you. Okay. Because. Go ahead. I've done the, I, I've done this race where the expo is at Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. And this year was exactly the same as last year. The expo is at Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. They Amazing. have a practice field that's indoors. The, the whole complex is really neat. You've got the main stadium. You've got this area in between the main stadium and the practice field that's a amphitheater where they do concerts and it's all under the dome or under the, I guess you call it a dome. It's covered, but it's still outdoors. It's air conditioned. And once you go inside, it's air conditioned to the practice field, the restrooms, there are plentiful restrooms. (laughs) Yes. So I'm really, like I said, I'm really curious about your thoughts on the expo. So the expo is held in the practice. I think it's the practice field. Yes. Uh, That's what Amanda said. Okay. That's what that facility makes sense to me. So it's an AstroTurf field. It's indoors. It's air conditioned. It's got great restrooms. What were your thoughts on the expo? Because this, to me, it was just like last year. Far and away. I'm curious what your thoughts were on this. So much better than Kmart. Okay. You got to give some context to that. Not everybody's heard the So a few years ago, before the pandemic... The expo has moved several, several times. times and it was at the fairgrounds at the Jacksonville fairgrounds and then they got sold and knocked down. Mm. And so they had to move. And uh, before that they were in an abandoned Kmart. Yes. The expo was an abandoned Kmart. Yes, and it was. It, I just, it was also at a Masonic mm, temple one year, one year it was at the Masonic temple. This is the second year in a row it's been at the Jacksonville Jaguars practice field. Mm-hmm. And I think it should stay there. I love I it. love the Jacksonville Jaguars. Please keep us. <laughs> yes. Because it's awesome. Yeah. It's inside. It's climate controlled. I love the fact that right outside they park. They had a mobile mammogram bus yes. there, which I think was super smart. Jacksonville's, their tourist, I guess they have a tourism board. They had a, a bus out there and they were doing like play a game of Plinko, win a prize. And, you know, it was like. Oh, visit Jacksonville. Visit Jacksonville. Visit Jacksonville. Yes. Um, 
And then you had a local coffee shop, Grounds of Grace. Yes. And I want to say this is the place we hosted the social shakeout run last year. I thought it had the Job in the name of it. That maybe. This Grounds of Grace is a church affiliated coffee place. Their coffee's phenomenal. Oh, uh, yeah. We had that. The only thing I don't like about it, and it's not Grounds of Grace, the only thing I like about the whole area there. Oh, no. Here we go. You get your coffee. And you can't bring it into you, the expo. Exactly. You, you can bring water. You can bring, only thing you're allowed to bring in is water, clear okay, water. Fine. So that's the only minus. But plus, it's air conditioned. It is AstroTurf. It is, oh, rows and rows of booths. If you needed a sparkle skirt, if you needed a Boulder athletic wear, which we are so sad that you are hanging it up, but we're so happy that you are, you were at the Donna and shout out to Sherry who manned the booth. Mm -hmm. If you needed nutrition, if you needed sneakers, if you needed it, it, the bib pickup, runner relations was there. Donna merch was there. The Donna merch is always uh, good. They do a nice job with their own race I, merch. I had to buy a t-shirt that I, said love over fear. And it is not a running t-shirt. It is just like a cotton t-shirt that I will wear all the time because it's great. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> so you were a fan of the expo. I loved it because um, you had nutrition, hydration. You had... You could pick up anything, sneakers, socks, like electrolytes. You could pick up your bib, your shirt. You could, we were manning the Donna booth so that we could. General information. Plus, we also had some special stuff for the streakers. We could celebrate the streakers. Mm -hmm. And a streaker is somebody who has run every single year since the inception of the Donna Marathon yes. Weekend. It's not a streaker like you think it's a streaker. I mean, it could be. It's a runner who's done every year <laughs> at the Donna. Right. So shout out to all of them. Yeah, it, it was, I think it's one of the best put together expos. Even in the years where they were at like the abandoned Kmart and all that, they had a good expo. They I really think all did. of the expos are fantastic. There were rows and you could get anything that you needed, wanted. And if you had, I think that's our barometer. If you lost your luggage and you went, oh, crap. I need sneakers. I need everything. I need socks. I need That's know, our barometer. shorts or leggings. I need a shirt. I need a sports bra. I need nutrition, they hydration options. You can get it there. Yeah. They did a really nice job with that. This has been an every year thing with the Donna. I also really enjoyed getting to just – you see – a lot of times people kind of skip past the corporate sponsors, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone knows they're there. They appreciate their the fact that they're funding it and all that. But I love seeing the medical sponsors that they have there. Oh, yeah? Gen and Tech and some of the others. Because these organizations are doing phenomenal work to help with the mission no, I, I just really appreciate the medical sponsors, the, the big corporate sponsors that come through here this year. 
or and every year at the Donna, truthfully, because they do such a phenomenal job. And not only are they sponsoring, they every year have teams that are out there running and fundraising every year. So they're doing their own fundraising. They're doing yeah. their they're donating their own money. And their fundraising and their employees are jumping in and believing in the mission. And also, they had yoga. They had, I think it was called Yoga Six. Yes. And you know how I love yoga. I do. Because it has saved my muscles in such a major way during any kind of race weekend or training in general. So. Mm -hmm. The fact that was there, the Go Ruck people were there, and the booth where we could fill out bibs for who we're running for. Ah, yes. So not only did you have the ability to to do like memorial bibs or inspirational bibs mm. like that, this was another year where, and I like this change happened last year. It used to be that they had these really big, heavy... It happened the year before. Year before. Mm -hmm. Sorry. They year before these, the pandemic. They had these really big, heavy wooden signs that were painted and were your mile markers. They've changed, and now they are using sandwich boards, and they're able to change the facade on them from year to year. It's smart. And it gives you the opportunity to write messages and write words of inspiration or encouragement or dedication to somebody on the on the mile markers. And Which is incredible. It is. And again, it's one of those things when you are there. And I've said it before. This weekend goes from... Things that are hysterical, citizens who are set up a Bloody Mary bar, a Bloody Mary bar in their front yard, or they've got free mammograms over here, and they got a, 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 a piece of wood painted pink with two holes cut in it. It's or, great. It's but great. then you go from that to seeing all the memorial bibs, and you go to seeing the people who are actually out there and you can tell and they run and then they go and take in a treatment. treatment. It, it is such a, it's the highest of highs, the lowest of lows. And it is the most rewarding race weekend. It's I can the think highest of. of highs and the most inspirational. Oh God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would say. And uh, so the expo is a win in my opinion. Okay. So this is your first year doing it there. A what did you win. think? I say do it there every year. Okay. Every year. Uh, can I also say that having the, the 5K and the Expo there, man, parking is awesome. Yes. <laughs> Which is can be a challenge. It can be. Because you're parking in the parking lot of the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. So it's awesome. It's clean, flat, paved, lit. Lots uh, of restrooms lots inside. Lots of restrooms. Did I say that? And a great anyway, coffee food truck that and was there. Yes. At any rate, I would say the expo is... A and the fact that the 5K is at the stadium also. And you can hear Buck in the background. He's got the cone of shame on still, yeah. which is like the size... I'm so Honest sorry. to God, it's the size of a satellite dish. And I don't mean like a, like a new satellite dish. I mean like a 1980 satellite dish. It's enormous. It's 30 inches around, 36 inches around, something like that. Because he's just a horse, and you can hear everything because he whacks into 
everything with it. My buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and My he, baby. And right now he's right there with mama because he's a big baby. Huh. I would say the expo is incredible. Okay. So you are a fan of the expo there. So Amanda, if you're listening, get it back next year. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I maybe a phone call from the mayor's office. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think that's going to happen, but can we go on and talk about the 5K? We can, but can I give a, just a, I want to give a little bit of a honorable mention. Do it. This weekend normally has one of our favorite beers being released and directly across the street. We should be drinking Underdark right now. (laughs) We should be. But we're not. And there's a reason. There's a reason. Directly across the street from the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium is Intuition Ale Works. Which we love. Friends of the show. Our friends at Intuition Ale Works, we've sat with them. We've done interviews with taproom personnel. We are just huge fans of We love them. Intuition. We love them. And every year on this weekend, they do the release of their barrel-aged stout, Underdark. And that is, of course, named for Dungeons & Dragons. Yay! And they have... Rhonda Lee, that's for you. (laughs) And they do all these events around it. A lot of times they'll do a big food thing where they have chili made with Underdark. And they had ice cream or whatever. They had all all sorts of stuff made with the beer. Beer cheese with the Underdark. This year... They had to postpone it because right next door to Intuition Ale Works went in this gigantic multi-use development. I believe it was a $50 million facility. Uh And that facility right before the weekend caught fire. Thankfully, it was supposed to be like condos f- or apartments. Yeah, multi-use. Or, so you had like yeah. a, on the bottom floor, it was going to be retail was space. It? Upstairs was going to be condos or apartments. The first eight or 10 people were supposed to move in the weekend of the Donna race. The place caught fire right before that. So that ended up creating, apparently it burned for days. And it ended up creating a safety hazard because the Intuition Ale Works and the distillery are right in the collapse zone. They're directly Manifest. next door. Manifest, Manifest distilling. distilling. Yes. and Which we were planning on going to, but no. Couldn't do it. So those facilities are completely untouched and unscathed, thank goodness. However, the city had to do an emergency demolition And And they started knocking it down the morning of the 5K. And we saw that as we were running. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about that in just a second. But just, I I just wanted to make mention, we love Intuition Ale Works. They delayed the release of Underdark. It's happening this weekend. I think it's happening this weekend. This weekend. Yeah. Cheers to you and cheers to any locals who can actually go and get Underdark. And get us a six pack. And ship it to us. (laughs) Ship it to us. We're grateful that legally no, that nobody was hurt yes in this fire it's unfortunate that it's property damage but in the grand scheme of things it's just property damage and that's what insurance is for we're just happy everybody's okay and yes. that everything is still standing in terms of intuition and manifest stilling mm-hmm. manifest we're going to get you in 2025 yeah 
See you next year. See you next year. And also in the Underdark, we'll see you next year too. And congratulations on the release this weekend. And we hope to get our hands on some of this year's beer, even if we have to wait till next year to do it. Exactly. Do you want to talk? We've talked about the expo. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the shakeout run. Let's talk about the 5K. Let's talk about Jacksonville 5K. Jaguars Stadium. <laughs> so the next day, the 5K is held on Saturday. Yes. And in the morning, we again got to park at the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. So parking was no big deal. Not at all. And... <laughs> As we walked into the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium, there was their mascot, mm-hmm. and everything about Donna was on the jumbotron, and Fitz was on the mic, and it. While we were not able to go on the field, I just think here is what I think that the big races should end in the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium with everybody in the stadium seated to cheer on the runners and fits there at the finish. And I just, because the 5k is an incredible experience because it's, it starts and ends inside the Jacksonville Jaguar stadium. Yeah. And you're saying you can't go on the field. We're in the, we're on the sidelines. Yeah. Basically the, you walk around the outer perimeter of the, Jacksonville Jaguars field. Yeah. They keep the actual green portion of the main field roped off. You can't go there. But you're walking around the end zones and you are. And that's where the start and finish line is. And you can take pictures with some of the banners that are around the field. And you can you start there and you go out and you hit the streets of downtown Jacksonville in this race. Yes. It's a pretty nice, flat, paved out and back. That smells like coffee. Coffee. Why is that? Maxwell House. You run right next to Maxwell Good House. To the last drop, people. <laughs> yes. We hate Maxwell House. We, is that we is that their slogan? A, is, is that their slogan? Okay. And we don't have an official coffee sponsor. We'd be willing to take but, one on. It is such a cool out and back, like you said. Through the streets of downtown Jacksonville, it runs you right next to the Maxwell House factory. And I would say... Factory, roastery. This um, is not... this. You're running it for the smell of the coffee and for the start and the finish in the stadium. You are not... It, it's... The crowd support comes out during the big races. So yes. just so you know... This is a nice, easy 5K that is flat, that is fast, that smells like coffee, that starts and ends in a great place, and it is a great race. Now, I know the 110 starts before, at 7.30, Mm -hmm. the 110 kicks off, and then at 8 o'clock, the 5K on Saturday. But these two races, what a great way to kick off the weekend officially in the race in the realm of the races. Yeah, and they've got a they've got a park down there. I didn't see the name of it unfortunately, but they've got a And you a, see some of the downtown artwork. You do. There too. there are a lot of buildings down there that have murals that are beautiful. Mm-hmm. There's also I think it's a new park that has a retired naval vessel, which was beautiful. It was really cool Amaz- to see. It. It I didn't huge. see the name of the ship. It was huge. 
but it was it looks like an old destroyer. Yeah. It was pretty pretty cool. And we ran past, oh gosh, Maxwell House, and then there's this really neat place. The cop and me enjoyed this. It looks like it's a private organization that's all about cold cases. Ooh. And they had some neat artwork up mm. outside. I just, I thought that was really neat. The, yeah, I like that 5K course because, yeah. again, there's no elevation. It's fast, flat, paved. It's all yeah. right there. So good. You basically, once you get clear of the stadium, you see it. Now, they did change this course a little bit. Did they really? It was not quite the same as no. last year. Tell me. Last year, what is you, the deal? You Tell ended us. Up, you ended up running around part of the Jaguar Stadium. Do you think they changed it because of what happened to Intuition? Probably. So you end. We ended up running past I mean, the works in the backdrop of Intuition. You could see they had begun the demolition. Now I want to have under. And that poor building. Three days it burned. And Jeez. thousands and thousands of gallons of water, you know, poured on it. It'll be probably three more years of demolition and construction to get it back to be ready to. But open. intuition and manifest will be okay. Hopefully, they are going to be just fine. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good. Good. She's got her priorities in order. I, we run so that we can explore and indulge in local food and beverage. I think so walking around. And, so what'd you and think of the 5k though? It was good. Like, like you, uh, I enjoyed it. I ran with Judy, like I said, Judy. which was amazing because she could be, she donated a beautiful piece of artwork to our auction. She did. And it was great that it was like a flamingo that was, that turned into a, breast cancer ribbon and so i just love that and i love that we finished together and that i have footage of fitz stopping her and another breast cancer survivor to run across the finish line together and celebrate them mm -hmm. and their years of recovery and crossing the finish line then and immediately connecting with the dog which was awesome <laughs> And I, I have a photo of you. Is this the dog you're talking about? Yes, yeah. His name was Uno. Uno. And Uno was like a bulldog. He was some kind of a bulldog. Kind of a bulldog. He's a and, bully breed. He's and adorable. I, I just got down on the AstroTurf and just rub the belly and snuggle with the dog. He was something else. It was great. And he ran the whole race. And I was like, His how tiny is little he legs. Not exhausted? I think he was. But it but I just I loved the camaraderie in that race, and I you and Josh ran together, uh -huh. and and I ran with Judy. Josh and I got separated, really, because I was taking photos and oh. video snippets and all okay. that. So at some point, I got ahead of him, then I got behind him, and then I don't remember. I think I finished ahead of him, but you, I, you I two was were done by staying, the time Judy and I got there. Yes. And I was staying there towards the finish line to catch video of you coming into the stadium. Got a picture with the mascot. Isn't that cool? So cool. How awesome is that to walk into this massive stadium? And this is a newer <laughs> stadium. It's a it great. It is gorgeous. And then seeing yourself up on the Jumbotron mm -hmm. and it's cool. It is. And <laughs> you know what? I think the medal is the same as it is in years past is that signature breast cancer running ribbon. 
Yes. With, with the runner it, arms. The, it has arms and legs like it's mm-hmm. running. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was water available and the volunteers were so energetic and so celebratory and just, it, it, it was an amazing finish. It made me hungry. It does make you hungry. It does. And we had a great recommendation of a place to go. We did. And it was only a few minutes away by car. <sighs> Sonatis. <laughs> Can we talk about Sonatis? Let's talk about Sonatis a little bit because we've been talking about Sonatis literally since we got back. And I just think we should have brought more back to the hotel room from Sonatis. Um, Number one, we brought a ton back. Number two, I didn't get hardly any of it. That's your own fault. You beat me to it. That is your fault. It is my fault. Yeah. Um, Sonatis is a bakery. And... It's a staple in Jacksonville. Apparently, it is a staple in Jacksonville, and people come from all over Duval County to to come to this place. The line was out the door when we got there. You know what it reminded me of? Mm. It reminded me of Yoder's up in Sarasota, Florida. <gasps> True, yeah. Yoder's is another place that has people driving from an hour and a half away to come and have breakfast. Sonati's mm. reminded me a lot of that. Also on the feel of the place inside as well, because this place, you there, it's not fancy. There's nothing fancy about it. When you walk in, they've no. got they've got some things for sale. They have a little shop. Mm-hmm. And I took some photos. They had some cool things that I really liked, which were cocktails in mason jars that had the dried ingredients inside and they all said all you do is add the liquor add liquor and and other liquid okay and then shake and or let it sit yeah they had some of that they had some other kitschy items but they had these amazing pastry cases mm. that were full of i'm going to tell you like the cream horn the eclair I'd, you'll have to tell me all it's about amazing. the cream horn and the eclair because like I didn't get frosting. to have any of it. It's frosting in a pastry. <laughs> That's what I'm saying to you. And I would eat it all myself again. <laughs> I regret nothing. I regret nothing. You're slow. I was carbo-loading. So there you go. But we also had amazing breakfast. Yeah. Now this place, they have, like when you walk in, there's this line. But then they've got seating on the inside. They've got and seating outside, outside which are yeah. basically like picnic, like metal picnic oh, tables. Oh, so good. And it's a very small, unassuming place. Like, you would drive past it. If you didn't know it was there, you would have no but idea. But you should not drive past it, people. No, not at all. And they have not only their pastry case for full of donuts and eclairs and cream horns like you're talking about oh, God. but they have a Cupcakes. F- they have full hot breakfast yes and i and was and i think that's what we're going to talk about yes, mostly yes, yes, today yes. so i got an egg and cheese with your choice of bacon sausage or ham or turkey mm-hmm. and your choice of bread i got a croissant with egg cheese and sausage so you're basically building your own sandwich. Mm, you can do it with bagels. And apparently I should have gotten the everything croissant, which I did not, which I will in 2025. Okay. When we go back there. But apparently you can get an everything croissant in addition to an everything bagel. Okay. So, and it was amazing. It was buttery. It was flaky. It was flowery. It was cheesy. It was eggy. It was... Sausage that was not super spicy. It was 
delicious. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And they have their own hot sauce array. And see, I'm a sucker for breakfast sandwiches on croissants. I love croissants. Croissants I love the way them. I, I, mean, I love them. Don't get me wrong. I love a good bagel. The problem with bagels is if they're done correctly, there's a lot of chew to a bagel. Of course. And because you, because you kettle the bagel where you boil it mm-hmm. before you bake it. Yeah. And that creates the chew. Mm-hmm. The problem is when you have a chewy bagel, what happens? You're you bite into it and then the rest of the sandwich shoots out the other side of the of sandwich. Of course. I you just need the bagel with cream cheese I or butter. To croissants for breakfast sandwiches. But really, listen, we need to go back and we need to try the French toast, which is brioche. Cinnamon, vanilla, powdered sugar. Oh, my God. Or apple fritters instead of brioche. And then they also, with their breakfast sandwiches, they have things called an omelette. Oh. Which is basically an omelette on a sandwich. Oh, my God. (laughs) Bacon, sausage, ham. Onions, peppers, tomatoes, mm-hmm. and eggs with cheese and choice of bread. <sighs> they do a sandwich called the belt, the bacon, egg, lettuce, tomato on your choice of bread. And then a breakfast what, burrito. What I got the breakfast burrito. Yes. Okay. I'm a sucker. Listen, uh, growing up as a kid. Come on. And I had to be, sometimes I had to be pretty flexible because if my dad was hospitalized when he was sick. I had to do breakfast where I could. So mm-hmm. it was either at the hospital or sometimes you want something other than hospital food. I would get breakfast burritos from McDonald's. So I developed a love for breakfast burritos because actually yeah. McDonald's breakfast burritos, not bad. But so when this, I see I'm a sure place, amazing. I was going to say, when I see a place like this and I'm looking at these platters of food coming out and I see them offer a breakfast burrito, I said, okay, I got to do it. So it was eggs, sausage, onions, peppers, and tomatoes with a side of salsa. Uh, this burrito was the size of a football. It was huge. I thought, I'm like, oh, should I get a side of something else? And then when I saw stuff yeah. coming out, I'm like, oh, no, I don't need to get a side of anything else. And this is why I was so slow to get to the stuff we took back to the room and didn't, oh. didn't get any at all. You know what? You did too. You tried that apple fritter. Well, that, I don't want to hear it. That apple fritter was very good. Okay. I don't want to hear it. But they Eclair have that. was amazing. They have something called a bolotti, which is a bacon, egg, and cheese in a pita with mayo. I want to have and, that. And Cowgill's hot sauce. They had Cowgill's hot sauce. They had several others as well. We tried some hot sauces yeah. while we were there. Um we also had the opportunity um, while we were there. We had Josh with us. Yeah. It was so nice to have our executive producer hang out with us for a little while. Yeah. And he tried. God, I forgot what he tried. Didn't he have a burrito? I think he had the burrito. I thought he had a burrito. Mm, so. What I wanted to get the grit bowl. I just think it would be amazing. Like you can add cheese and your choice of meat and egg and just I like a runny, like it was scrambled or runny. It doesn't matter. I don't know what they do, but I really wanted that or the apple fritter French toast. And everything we've talked about here, every single thing. I'm so hungry right now. Is under $8. Jeez. So, Their prices were phenomenal. And they had cupcakes and cakes, and they had, like, cookie sandwiches in the pastry case. 
It, I, it was close to because it was close to Valentine's Day. They were also doing some of those message hearts. Oh, of course. They were doing regular message hearts yeah. and then anti love message hearts, oh. which were very funny. It was cute. You like that? They just did a really nice job with absolutely everything. We ended up getting. We were you know back and forth joking. We did get some of their pastries to go. The apple fritter was. Absolutely Incredible. delicious. Just get it. We ended up getting the maple bacon donut. Oh, gosh. That was awesome. They're fresh. All of their pastries, fresh made. It all was fluffy, of their breakfast, fresh it made. It was smoky. It was sweet. It was mapley. Oh, so good. And the cream horn and the eclair that we took back to the room. Oh, Cream horn is one of those things that I'm uh, super partial to. Typically, I love it. typically you get that the 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 pastry for the cream horn it tends to be flakier than the eclair. The yes. eclair is a little more cakey. Yes, the filling of the cream horn tends to be more like a uh, a buttercream as opposed to the eclair, which is more like pudding. Yes, I would agree with you. And the chocolate on top was like flaky. Oh, and, nice. Yeah. Oh, God, Almost like a glaze. So, yes. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. So I would recommend this place 100%. I think you should have breakfast. I think you should have a grip bowl for us and tell, it how it, tell us how it is. You should take back pastries. There were um, toast points and there were dipping sauces and hot sauces that you could take home. Mm-hmm. I just. We tried, I think, three hot sauces. One of them that they had was almost like a mustard-based barbecue sauce. Yes, and I loved that one. That one was delicious. I loved it. And I just, you know, I say, Sonatis, get there, <laughs> have anything on the menu, and take things back to the hotel or Airbnb, wherever you are. And don't be afraid if the the line, there's going to be a line. It goes fast, though. The line goes fast. There's yeah. going to be a line. It's okay. It goes fast, and it doesn't matter. They are, I, I've, I, there are very few places that I've seen. And they're so helpful. They're cooking, and they're moving. They're turning tables. They're they're a well-oiled machine. And we got to Lots thank, of staff. Yeah, Mike and Andy for yes. their recommendation. This place was phenomenal. Oh, yes. And it also made us thirsty. Oh, it did. We headed from there to the Ink Factory Brewing. <sighs> Another did, recommendation of theirs. I, yeah, Mike was my, Mike was very complimentary of them when he and I were talking. And I was like, okay, I'm interested in what this place is going to be. Because he was describing it as a surf shop mixed with a, a record store. I get that. And 80 like surfing, 80s skateboarding and records. Yeah. And like records being like vinyl records. And for those kids, of you, Hey do kids, you, do you know what that is? Kids, <laughs> well, the kids do know because vinyls come back. Oh, okay. But what an, it was just and an interesting juxtaposition oh. of th- things that they were doing there. Mm. And we got there and I'm like, this place is really cool. Um, yeah, 
mean the, that fellow runners there? The space, the space great. was great. They had an awesome seating. They had a big common area. They had a little side room where we were, we were able to go. Yeah. They also had a little shop in there, like yeah. a surf shop, skate shop. And then they had this really cool vending machine <laughs> that had just the most eclectic things in the vending machine, some of which we can't talk about on the show if we want to maintain fortune cookies our, that were not so fortunate. Our friendly, our family friendly tag. Yeah. But, and they also had nostalgic shirts, nostalgic records yeah, from band, the 80s. Like band Purple shirts. Rain, Prince, come on. Yeah. Bon Jovi. I was going to say Bon Jovi and also Guns N' Roses. Oh, if you're a child of the 80s and you love it, then just do it. And they have a resident food truck. Smash burgers. And what? How many, 20 beers? They had, oh, my gosh. So many. They had a lot of beer. So um, many. And coffee. 20 or 21 beers. And they have coffee, too. They have a coffee a bar. A full-service coffee bar. So they can make you a cup of coffee or they can make you a latte or they can make you a specialty drink. And I just think you should get a flight. Like we both got flights. We did. And shared not only that, but food truck information via our executive producer, Josh. Yes. We had the presence of mind to whip out the recorder Ooh. and record while we were there. And we should play that for you now. Right now. Hey, Runcation Nation. We're here in Jacksonville Beach for the Donna Marathon Weekend 2024 edition. And we are joined today by our executive producer, Josh Osborne, who's come to run the Donna with us. Josh, welcome. How are we doing, everybody? And we always think a Runcation Nation meetup is better than just doing it alone. Oh, absolutely. Just doing the distance alone. Josh is checking out the food truck here at Ink Factory Brewing in Jacksonville Beach. And they have some pressed burgers. What can you tell us about them, Josh? I went the carnivore route and did their, their double burger with cheese, jalapeno, and bacon. And I got to say, it's, it doesn't suck. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful thing. Do you get smokiness from the bacon? Not really. It's overshadowed by the jalapenos, but then again, the jalapenos are pickled, not not fresh. They're pickled. Yes, pickled correct. Yes, so it overshadows the taste a little bit. Okay, but a smash burger. How is that different from just like a regular burger to you when you taste this? I'm used to a meaty burger, like a firm, flat burger. You like the thick. I do the thick. Yeah, yeah. So I do. So in that regard, it's not what I'm used to, but. The outer crisp of the edge is very good. Mm. It's you can not, see it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's not overly greasy, which is always a good thing, especially when you're getting ready to run a half marathon the next day. Yes. The mustard is good. Everything on it is very good. That's okay. When you're out and you're exploring and indulging, sometimes yeah. you find things that are, are not what you're accustomed to. Right. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But speaking of things that we're finding. Right. Um, Thanks to our beer tender here, we have both Allie. found, yeah, Allie, we both found some beers. Uh, we did. Josh is exploring the food. We're exploring the, the beverages. Mm -hmm. And uh, did you want me to start or yes. did you want to start? I want you to start. Okay. Both Amy and I did a flight and I opted in my first beer to do something called Fall Fluff Volume 3. 
So fluff. And this is flavors of apple pie, cinnamon, nutmeg, and marshmallow. And the style is a smoothie sour. This clocks in at 6.8% ABV. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about a, um, a, medi- a medium golden yeah. color, nice clear. and clear. No haze. Immediately on the nose, I'm getting apple and cinnamon. Almost like a cider. Almost like a cider, yeah. Mm. I'm very curious about how this is going to go here. Mm. So let's let's give this a taste. Oh, that's tart. Oh, oh wow. it's tart? That, Unexpected. It is a sour by definition, but it's more more tart than I was expecting. From the smell. Yeah, it doesn't From smell like smell. it's going to be tart. Give that a taste. Okay, but it's not as tart as some sours that we've had. No. It's not really like a lemony, puckery, your lips. Not at all. Yeah, that's tasty. That actually reminds me of an apple pie cider. Which would be good with a shot of whipped cream vodka. Ooh. Now, if you want to doll it up, absolutely. I'm just saying for the coming fall of 2024. And your first beer on your flight, what'd you get? Oh, yes. Okay. So this one is my first. Yeah. And while we're looking, you're drinking the beers, I'm eyeballing this smash burger. I know. I, I am used to smash burgers, so I'm like, hey, but looking at it, they got the crisp on that outside of that burger. That They say they make their pickles in-house, and they do the garlic aioli. In-house. In-house. Mm. I'm very fascinated about that. I'm fascinated by my first beer, which is... A blood orange Kolsch. You know how we feel about Kolsch. I do like Kolsch's. Yes, and this it's is a nice, little, typically a nice light-bodied beer. Yes. Not super heavy on the ABV. So Can be refreshing. What's the write-up here on this one? So this is a blood orange Kolsch, uh, 5.3% ABV, 17 IBU, so not too bitter. A light and drinkable beer made with ingredients sourced from Germany. And additionally, conditioned on blood orange. Okay. Hence the name. A clean, delicately balanced beer infused with dominant citrus and light raspberry overtones. A perfect daytime crusher. And it's It's got a red pink. Like a pink or reddish color to it. That's pretty. Yeah. Very nice. And it smells like oranges. Oh yeah, very much. Oh, not what I was anticipating actually. I thought the orange sweetness would be up front, mm-hmm. but it is just, it's not, it's its a little bit bitter on the back end okay. where I don't, you know how you get oranges that are not the juicy sweet ones, but sometimes they have a almost bordering on a lemony bitterness. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that is the essence of the finish of that beer. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah? A little bit more, like more of the pith. pith. Yeah. Yeah. But that's very... The orange comes through nicely after you swallow. Yeah. That's good. So, it's good. I like it. My next one... I went weird with my... You went weird? Tea. I did. These are not... I like. I don't normally pick sours. I pick the sour. And I picked another sour. Okay. So this one is called Triple Whip Volume 6. Blueberry, raspberry, boysenberry, and white chocolate. This is also a smoothie sour. 6.5% ABV. And it's their full notes on this say, Our delicious smoothie sour base is brewed with milk sugar, so lactose, 
conditioned mm. on loads of blueberry, raspberry, boysenberry, and white chocolate. A savory fruit adventure with a unique balance between sweet and sour. Now, this one has a hazy purple color to it. I mean, it is purple. Yeah. It's it a, looks like grape juice. Kind like, of. Um, yeah. Like a red. The nose is actually very. Red mm, grapes. Color it, of red grapes. Yeah, the color of red grapes, but there is no... I don't, I'm not getting any distinct nose on it at all. There's a slight sweetness. A little bit in the nose of it. Oh. But it's a sour, huh? Okay, this is much sweeter. This is a second sour in your flight. Second sour in my, in my flight. This one's much sweeter, and the berry really comes through. What this reminds me of... Berry, berry, berry. Yeah. It, it reminds me of mixed berry yogurt that you would get with the fruit exactly. on the bottom yogurt. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like the fruit on the bottom. The fruit on the bottom. And you mix yeah. it. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. you ate it on its own. And this is kind of that same level of tartness. It's it's about as tart as a yogurt. It's not, this is not going to be super pucker factor here. So you like this one. As better than the first one. Yeah, the first one, the flavor certainly came through of in the first one, but it was more tart. This one's a little more sweet, and I think I enjoy that more. Yeah. I think you describe it perfectly. But and I would agree with you liking that one. Over the, the fall fluff? Not that the fall fluff is bad. No. I think it, it's, it's quite it's, tasty. It's just it's it very depends different. on your palate. I think. Um, I got the number 11 Fun Foam. Okay, I actually got that one as well. So, should we try this together? Let's try that one together. Yeah? That's the number four in mine. Okay, this is number two for me. So, a milkshake IPA, 6% ABV, and no, no IBU listed. An experimental hazy IPA, which clearly, clearly is, it is got some haze. Josh is nodding his head like, yeah. yep. It pushes the hop boundaries while maintaining an elegant balance loaded with flaked oats, flaked wheat, mosaic, cryo, you cannot cryo, Madagascar, and vanilla beans. Okay, that's so weird because typically when I'm you see... I probably butcher the names of the hops and uh, oats and You don't all. see really hot be milkshake IPAs usually, so I'll be curious to see how this works. It says you get an explosion of hops, tropical fruit with a smooth vanilla finish. All right. So cheers. Cheers. Dink. Yeah. Ooh, citrus. Citrus. This is a little tropical. I love the the fact that it's a milkshake IPA, which means you get a little more of the heavier mouthfeel. Oh, so that's it's a little, true. A little smoother, a little but more silky. But not so much carbonation. No, low carbonation, heavy body. Yeah. ABV on this was what? Six. Six? Straight up six. Okay. Yeah. I like this. I would do a pint of this. It reminds me, although I think that Alex's was sweeter at Coastal Days. Yes. Than their, his milkshake IPA mm -hmm. is orange one. This is a style. We were just talking about this the other uh, night. Milkshake IPAs got real popular and then yes. they fell off for some reason. I really like this. This, is, this is tasty. Too. Oh. And Josh is being a, a... Well done. 
warrior here. He's, I'm not going to taint my body with alcohol ahead of tomorrow's race. Yes, we're covering. Okay, so we're covering and reviewing this brewery before our half marathon. Yes. But we're going to stay hydrated and drink some water. Oh, 100%. And that's why we got lights. That's it. And Josh is even hydrating with Liquid Death. Liquid Death. Not a sponsor of the show, but they could be. They could be. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so that was my second one and your fourth one. Do you... Do another one, and then... uh, You want me to do another one? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So I have to sip and destroy, which I love the name of. This one is sip and destroy. And you know how... A good lager is a good measure of a, a brewery. And for most Americans, this is what they're accustomed to. They're accustomed to a nice, light American lager. That's your Budweiser. That's your Bush. That's mm. your, your, really, your, your Miller. Nothing on the nose and the bready notes are up in the forefront. Okay. That's when I think of those kinds of beers. That's mm-hmm. what I think of. This is 5.2% ABV and 8 IBU. Okay. American lager brewed with an equal balance of corn and rice hopped with noble German sapphire hops. And there's really nothing on the nose. Nothing. Nope. And it's very clear, light yellow. Clear, light, pale yellow. So it's pretty much spot on for the style. It is, and no bitterness. It's like drinking a loaf of Wonder Bread. It's very refreshing. Well, no, it's not. (laughs) Not like toasty. Not like the actual that's not bad though it's that one is very pleasant easy to drink mm-hmm. yeah and really and that wasn't saying that in a bad way like, no. it's bready it's not going anywhere crazy in the flavor profile no and the carbonation is medium there yeah well, that would be a good burger beer yes yeah or a burger or dogs Grilling Barbecue out. food. Yeah. Barbecue Gr- grilling out. That'd be perfect. Lawn mowing. Oh, yeah. 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 Something like that. No, I wouldn't know. But. <laughs> <laughs> Take my word for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'll do my last one. And then okay. Amy can get bring us home. Okay. I have one called the Factory Kolsch. And this it's another Kolsch. It's another Kolsch. This is, as they describe it, 5.2% ABV. 17 IBU. This is a light and drinkable beer made with ingredients sourced from Cologne, Germany. A clean, floral, delicately balanced beer. An everyday crusher. An everyday crusher? Everyday crusher. They like to call their Kolsch's crushers. It could be a hashtag, right? Um, This is... Crush the Kolsch. Crush the Kolsch. Hashtag crush the Kolsch. They should contract with you. So this is a... A very clear. Very clear, pale yellow color, light carbonation. Not much on the nose. Initially, you get a little, like a mild fruitiness almost, mm. and, and a slight bitterness on the tongue after you swallow. Mm. Yeah. And then there's a little bready thing that kind of goes throughout, but that's super drinkable too. Their light, ready. their lighter beer game here is mm-hmm. is really strong. I'll be curious I when a, I start venturing into the darker stuff. What I would do a pint of this. I think this Kolsch is actually a flavor profile that I prefer over the blood orange. Kolsch. Okay. But if you have that 
if you like that bitter finish, then you'll like the blood orange. Mm -hmm. The pith flavor. It's good. I dig it. I like it. All right, bring us home. Last but not least. Well, a hard seltzer makes its way onto uh, menus at breweries frequently. Mm. Here at Ink Factory Brewing, we have orangine, or, orangine bits. Hard seltzer. 7%. Oran, orangerine. Orangerine. It's orange, it's orange see? and tangerine. See how? See? Yes. It's too hard to say. I can't do it. You could call it orange. They Torrange. Something. That would have been easier. Tangerine. No. I, I'm, something tells me they had this exact conversation. Do you think they, they did? I would, I would not doubt it. It's a hard seltzer at 7% ABV. Our house hard seltzer conditioned on orange, tangerine, and vanilla. Reminiscent flavors of an orange creamsicle. I was going to say this is a creamsicle all day long. It's gluten-free. Okay. okay. I would say it smells like an orange creamsicle. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a nice, nice bright orange color to it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, not so carbonated. It reminds me of something from childhood. The carbonated version of Tang, if anybody out there from the 80s. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. Carbonated version of Tang. So would you consider that a dessert beverage or? No, it's not. It's tart. It's tart. This is, so, for me, this would be hot weather, beer, boating. Seafood. Um, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, Got maybe. more beer. Got your lawnmower. Like peel and eat you shrimp. Could. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Maybe some peel and eat shrimp. Yeah. It being 40-something degrees here right now, this would maybe not be not. my go-to for today. But I would say, in mine, my favorite was the sip and destroy. The lager. The lager. Wow, okay. Yeah. I'm actually going to say that for me it was the Fun Foam. The Fun Foam. I really enjoyed the Milkshake IPA. I think they did a really nice job with that style. And yeah. I think your flavor profile was nice and tropical without being too hot forward mm. uh, for an IPA. So. I think that they are creative in the naming of their brews and... They also have a talent with different styles here. Yes. Yeah. So, so far, I think that our the recommendation that we got to come here was a spot-on recommendation. Mm -hmm. Josh has finished the burger, so it didn't suck. So I would say Ink Factory is definitely a place to stop by, hang out, uh, soak in a bit of nostalgia, and have some different styles of brew. What yeah. about the vending machine up front? Oh. Oh, okay. So this, the, they have a little store here that it's has so cute. Uh, it's so cute. Retro band T-shirts. They have this great selection of vinyl records. I don't know yeah. if the skateboards are for sale or not. If those might just be on the walls. They do have surfboards for yes. sale here. And I saw that. They have the weirdest vending machine I've ever seen, and it's got it's things it's called weird. mystery boxes in them, and they've got everything from a all-in-one birthday party kit in the box to a box that has insults in insults uh, fortune cookies. And fortune cookies to a kit for stoners. I don't know what that would entail. Let us not forget the bag of Richards. And then, yes, there is a bag of Richards. We're going to leave it at that. That's right. Uh, you might see a photo of that in our social media feed. 
But uh, yeah, very interesting, mm-hmm. uh, very eclectic, and just a lot of fun. And we didn't mention it, but they also have coffee here. They Think do their coffee. own. They do their own nitro cold brew. Yes. They have a full coffee bar. I and think they have there's a game a, room a little, next door. Yes. So there's a little something for everybody here. The space is great. They do a real homage to surfing. Yes. And they have interesting live streams going of, of I think it's live ocean cameras life. from SaveTheManatee.org right yeah. now. And you can, it's like Ocean Life, you can see. It's an awesome space. They have an indoor bar area, an outdoor bar mm-hmm. area. Underwater trail cameras. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> underwater trail cameras. That's exactly right, John. And right now we're looking at a bunch of fish just hanging out. They're just hanging out. But the the space itself here is really cool. Yeah. And uh, I think this is a must-do if you're going to be coming up here to Jacksonville, whether it's for the Donna, whether it's for the Gate River Run, oh, oh, yeah. or any of the other races that are hosted in the Jacksonville metro area. For sure. Here. Check them out. Links in the show notes. Yes. And uh, Thanks, Allie. Uh, Thanks, Allie. And, and thank you for joining us this week, Josh. Pleasure to be here. All right. More from the Donna Marathon weekend. Stay tuned. I'm really upset because we have things on tap that I'm looking at our on our on the website. On their current website that have Fall rotated fluff. in after Fall we fluff. left. Fall Fluff Volume 3, the uh, Apple Pie, Cinnamon, Nutmeg, and Marshmallow. Come on! I know. We weren't there to have it. They also have done two beers that have Girl Scout cookies in them. Oh, my God. They're doing a Tagalong Porter and a Thin Mint Porter right now. No! Yes. Really? Yes, because the... The Girl Scouts are back out selling their cookies right now. No. Tagalongs and Thin Mints, oh. 6.8% ABV well, on both. We know how you feel about Thin Mints because oh. you've bought like a whole package of them on a Donna course. I have. And I would do it again. I would do Tagalongs too if that's all they had. But You would do whatever. I'm just saying that this could be one of the best porters I've ever had because this place does... They what I like about them, (laughs) yeah. That they're they're literally called nom. That's the nom 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 tagalong and nom 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 thin mint. We want it. They do such a nice selection of styles of beer. Yeah, they have porters, lagers, lagers, kolsch, IPA, sours, Mm -hmm. and their sours. Interestingly enough. Because they're doing smoothie sours, and that I think that with the smoothie sours, they're incorporating milk sugar into that. Oh. So you get the lactose. Uh, that's giving you better mouthfeel, better overall flavor, a little bit of sweetness. Yeah. Their fall fluff that they did. Oh, and there are several different versions. And they do different versions of these things. Volumes, so if you will, like I would, records. I would love to try this. I don't think I'd get tired of their rotation. Mm-mm. And I think that I would just be in their game room playing their games <laughs> yeah. because I'm a child of the 80s. And, uh, 100%. It's just a great feel. And I feel like the Runcation Nation would love it. Yeah. And if you, again, smash burgers, if they're your thing. Oh. And I'm with Josh. Okay. I understand he wants a more hearty burger. He likes I get the, it. He prefers the thicker burger. I get it. 
But when I go for a smash burger, man, his looked so good. That crust on the outside. And that's key to a smash burger. 100%. If you don't have that, you're doing smash burgers wrong. I love it. So I think that they were killing it on the smash burgers. So you get bonus food mm-hmm. in this episode, which is a jumbo episode. <laughs> and you get our reviews for the brews. You get so much about the Donna that we love. And we hope that you'll join us one year for the Donna oh, Marathon oh, weekend. It yeah. is so much fun. Yeah. There's nothing bad about this weekend. And stay tuned because we still have more food and beverage to offer you that is awesome and more accomplishing as we talk about the half marathon and the big race Sunday next week. And the exploration and indulging that occurs after. Exactly. That's a wrap for this week's episode, but please do. We haven't said this in a long time. Please rate us and review us on any platform where you listen. We always mention Apple Podcasts. But wherever you listen, if you can share a rating and review, we'd appreciate it. Very much. Thank you for joining us in 2024 in your long run, your commute to work, around the house, or wherever you are. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well, and we'll accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink Podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink Pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.